Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the product, David Song, the king of taunts, the 104-minute man, and you're listening to the Oversell Podcast. Uh, pretty much just the best podcast there is, period, for reals. It is episode 37, and we are talking New Japan Pro Wrestling, Marvel Elite Wrestling, the Southern Heavyweight Classic, and much, much more. Stick around. This is the Oversell Podcast! Gentlemen, cooler than the Bullet Club, working a harder style than Nakamura. This is the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I'm Dan. I'm Mike. And we are here to talk a little professional wrestling. And I don't know about all that about being cooler than the Bullet Club. (laughs) (laughs) We are cooler than the Bullet Club. Throwing our two sweets. Uh, If you say so. If you say so. I'm cooler than... No, I'm I'm not. I'm just a nerd that likes wrestling. We (laughs) missed everyone last week, guys. I missed you last week, but... And the week before. Well, not... We were there the week before. You weren't. (laughs) You weren't. You weren't. I wasn't. No. (laughs) Do we have an interview that day? You're right. I wasn't. (laughs) Who did we talk to that week? Was that David Starr? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that was David Starr. Yeah. I didn't get to talk to David Starr. Okay. David Starr was cool. Very Very cool. Very cool guy. Awesome. Had a great interview with him. But now it's a new year. Yes. And this new year is already starting off with a bang in the wrestling world. Before mm-hmm. we got uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling had their Wrestle Kingdom 10 show this weekend. And I'm not going to go match by match or anything like that because I don't want to spoil it because I really want people to go out and see this show. Yeah. This is my first New Japan show that I've watched. And holy shit. Uh, the, the clips that I've seen of it are awesome. <laughs> the, these guys, they work harder than a lot of the workers in America. Nothing against the workers in America. It's just these guys in Japan take it to a whole nother level. Oh, yeah. I mean, I showed you guys the Shibata Ishii match. Those guys were beating the hell out of each yeah, other for yeah. 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, those shots look so stiff. The kicks to the back. Crazy. <laughs> and me and Dan were talking before we started recording. You know, I was looking for the slap on the thighs when they were giving those kicks. Yeah, and Dan done. was like, well... You may have been, the other guy may have been slapping his belly, and I looked again, and no, nope, there was that no. Wasn't it. no there. it was it was straight up skin to skin or knee pad to skin that yeah. was making those cracks and, and the pops and stuff. So yeah, it was it's serious stuff over there, man. Uh, George in the chat room already there says that show is longer than Titanic. It yeah. was, it's like a five. It was like a five hour show. I don't doubt yeah. it. Um, it had a battle royal that had um, cheeseburger in it, mm-hmm. which was highly <laughs> entertaining. They sent him out, and uh, who I think it was Tiger Mask. And there was another, I think Liger was in it. And there was this other, I didn't get to watch this match, but there's this older Japanese wrestler. And Cheeseburger would try to hit him or something. And the dude would just no sell him, hit him once, and then Tiger Mask and Liger would help him back up and try to get him to go attack the guy. And it was really funny. <laughs> um, man, Okada and Tanahashi had a great match. Kenny Omega 
And uh, who did he wrestle? He wrestled Nakamura. No, AJ Styles wrestled Nakamura, and that was holy shit. Yeah, I saw, cl- I saw a t- few clips of that. that we're going to talk cool. about that one, la- a little about those guys later. Um, who did? Why can't I think of who Kenny Omega wrestled? Because I can't, you don't have that great of a memory. I guess not. I guess not. But he, I think it was the Back to the Future stuff. Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay. And he came out. All right. So I told you the guys. This, this wrestler came out as Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega comes out like the Terminator. So when he comes to his entrance, he's on the knee and he gets up. And you know, Kenny Omega's in the Bullet Club. Yeah, yeah. One of the spots in his match is the Young Bucks came out, and um, they had grabbed these trash cans. And right before Kenny Omega did a big move, they started doing the. Uh, <laughs> the Terminator thing. It, it, it was a cool spot. But Kenny Omega is another guy that, I mean, I was really impressed. Some of these guys I have never seen wrestle before. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I haven't watched Ring of Honor much. Right. Yeah. And New Japan. But I, I really like Michael Elgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, it was good watching Jay Lethal work. Um, it was even cool watching the Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had a good match. They, uh, the Red Dragons, they did like a four-team tag match with the Red Dragons. And, you know, like I said, I'm trying the not Red to. Red Dragons go too. Yeah, and trying not to just straight up ruin the card because I want people to go out and watch it because mm-hmm. it's quite an amazing show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you have five hours to kill. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, they have this site. You know, I'm probably going to watch that one in sections. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have um, they have the New Japan World, which is just like the WWE uh, and Ricochet was also in that tag match, and George said he's incredibly talented, insanely talented. I mean, just another guy that can just go. Mm-hmm. But they have New Japan World. It's like eight forty a month, eight dollars and forty cents a month, mm-hmm. and it's just like the WWE Network. You get access to their whole back catalog. That's cool, and you can go back and watch I, Wrestle Kingdom Nine. I haven't watched it yet, but I hear it was like one of the probably the best wrestling shows from last year. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So get out there and check it out, folks. I see. I told I told myself in this new year I'm going to focus on other wrestling outside of the WWE, and I feel like I've gotten on a good start by watching. Yeah, wrestling you definitely do, definitely did get on a good start by doing the New Japan thing. So, and, and I did, I did not realize how long this country or this country, <laughs> how long um, New Japan has been around. It's oh, been yeah. around forty years. Yeah, Masahiro Chono, Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, uh, you know it, the great Muda. I mean, I didn't realize, and they had the NWO faction mm-hmm. for just for New Japan. Yeah. Like Hogan and Hall came over and wrestled for him. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just, uh, it's incredible. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It's it's a tradition over there. It's, right, it's a steeped tradition over there, almost um, as much of a tradition as it is in Mexico. So, I mean, it is. It's 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 an amazing, uh, long lasting thing too. You know, pro wrestling is alive and well. In Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great matches. They told stories. And the commentary was all right. I mean, I they, these guys are telling me it was Funaki that was doing I still think it was Yoshi Tatsu. And George, George in the chat room may be able to correct whoever it is who's wrong on that. But Matt Stryker was good at, um, for like me, watching it. Mm-hmm. He would give a little bit of history during the matches. So that helps me out right. learning stuff. So that's my first Non WWE show of the year. And yeah, I'm I don't give know. Matt Striker. Matt Striker's statistics weren't very accurate when he was in WWE. <laughs> 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 you know, like, this is more of that revisionist history shit that I think Vince <laughs> was plugging into his brain or something. Uh, it just might be me, but I, I, you know, every every single time he would quote a statistic, it always seemed like he ended up on Botchamania. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, he was no Mike Adamley. 
Oh, I my mean, God. <laughs> Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> George said some Japanese Derek guy, Derek. Some Japanese some guy. Some Japanese guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly it's that guy. Yeah. 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 That, okay. that Japanese guy. Um, but, yeah, go check out Wrestle Kingdom 10. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. And big news off of that. Do we, do we want to talk about this now? The big news for the WWE? We can talk about it whenever you want. Yeah. Because we can do that. First show of the year, you know. So Okay. Um Bullet Club. Bullet wow. Club Wow. Coming to WWE. <laughs> AJ Styles. <laughs> Carl Anderson. You don't say. Um freaking internet blew Doc Gallows. Up. Doc Gallows. Uh Nakamura's gonna come. Nakamura's great. It, uh, I saw uh, my buddy Fred at Kfabe Connection. Be sure to subscribe to his podcast at Kfabe Connection on iTunes. Uh, he tweeted like, "If the WWE loves us, they will give us Daniel Bryan versus Nakamura at WrestleMania." Holy! Oh, oh my God! <laughs> I told him the world would implode. Yeah, but all four of them guys are in uh, would show up in the Royal Rumble. How badass would that be? I think they're yeah. gonna hold off. Nakamura's got dates um, throughout through when past the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. or right at the Royal Rumble. So I bet you he's gonna be like. A day after WrestleMania type mm-hmm. appearance. That's that's just me, right. kind of guessing. I think AJ Styles. You will see him in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think we. I've will heard he's see got him several him. dates left too, though. Yeah, but I think he's got just like a couple more weeks. Okay. Rumble's not until the last Sunday. Next to last Sunday. Next to last Sunday, yeah, January twenty fourth, I believe. Yeah, and that's going to be. I'm actually excited for the Rumble now, knowing that. There's a chance AJ Styles is going to show up in a WWE ring. That would be great. And hope. Oh, I just I cannot wait. But can you imagine? Can you imagine the backlash if none of these new signees show up in the Royal Rumble? That's fine. Oh yeah. You know. I, you know, I, I mean, like, but you know, I'm just saying, like, all the smarks on the internet. Oh know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. those recliner quarterbacks, you know, that have never, you know, been in the business or whatever, or never seen a day in the business. You know, all those guys that constantly are on Cena about, you know, burying people and everything else, all those guys, you know, the worst internet fans, you know, well, possible. Hold on. The ones t- that always come up and be like, <laughs> hey, you know, this, that, and the other, but, you know, they don't understand how the business works. The ones that I'm saying, you know, not like us, where you've been a part of the business, I've been a part I, of the I business. I was a part of the business for five <laughs> weeks, well, five well, minutes. for five minutes you were, but you know how it works. <laughs> well, yeah, but... Yeah. And your dad was in the business, so... For for 15 minutes, so he's got, he's, a uh, he's, you know... There little, you go. A little bit longer than I am. Yeah. yeah. Three times more experience <laughs> but, than you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it... Uh, speak but, up. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the internet wrestling well, community you know, would, would just basically be as, uh, almost as critical of it as it was last year. Well, you know? but I think they have the right to be. I'm not the whole. I don't believe in the whole IWC. Mm-hmm. I think it does not exist because there are people always that have been speculative of the industry mm-hmm. of the wrestling industry. So whether you were talking about it, the water cooler or tape trading or whatever like that, it's always been there. Yeah, that's my whole thought. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go down that road again because mm-hmm. I got kind of upset about it. I think at our last <laughs> recording. Um, but you know, me and uh, Fred were talking about this. Can you imagine if Twitter was around when they tried to start the NWO? Oh God, it would yeah. not have worked. No, <laughs> I mean, you would, oh Kevin Nash, yeah Kevin Nash just signed with the WWE, and you read it on Twitter, and right? Shows up on Nitro. It's like, oh, yeah. this is weak. Yeah, and you know, I wish they could have. I, I wish they could have kept a little bit of kayfabe with these signings and not yeah, yeah. had it leak because like just imagine you're watching the Royal Rumble and like 
26 comes out and it's AJ Styles wearing Bullet Club stuff and you're like, what in the fuck yeah. is this? Right. I mean, yeah. But but WWE is really promoting this now. Yeah, they've I mean, got it on their website oh, talking about, oh, are they coming? Is to there WWE? a possibility? Yeah. Well, and What's going on? They're using like you the know? hashtag Bullet Club and. Yeah. and, and, and it's Vince had the shirt. That, when, actually, yeah. George pointed out that was Photoshop. Yeah, it probably was. It was Photoshop, but still, you know. But I mean, was, the whole uh, you know Finn Balor wearing the Bullet Club shirt. Yeah, then uh, that's cool. And wait, hold, looking at his watch. Yeah. And George says head would ex- heads would explode if Styles wins the Rumble. Man, that. Uh, yeah. There'd be. Because yeah. that means he'd be the champion. Yeah, the world heavy <laughs> WWE world heavyweight champion, which is you know that's. That actually made me want to watch Raw after hearing, like, they're making the Royal Rumble a heavyweight title match. That is nuts. Hadn't been done since, I think they said, 92. And that was all, well, and that's kind of different because that was the title was vacated at the time. Right. This guy is actually, Roman Reigns is going to be defending, defending it, yeah. his title in the Royal Rumble. But how long is he going to, I mean. He may I be number if, one. If he's defend- the, the way the authority is going, yeah. Well, he, that, he's, and he's the defending be, champion, so he should be out there. Mm-hmm. He's defending True. his title. <clears throat> what do we think? But possibly number one, number one or number two, or it's going to be one of those where he has to fight for, you know, that that final raw. He's got like four or five matches that he has you know, to run he's the fighting gauntlet. for a better, a better number. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I, you know what? I never got about the Royal Rumble. Everyone makes a big deal about number being number one. <laughs> number what two is n- just n- as yeah. Bad. Number two, <laughs> if you're, you're still. <laughs> You're still in there at the beginning. I'm like, oh, number one. He, he, yeah. Number two lasted the whole run. I mean, okay, if, if number one didn't have to wrestle anybody for the first two minutes and he just got to stay <laughs> right. in there, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. But two is the same exact thing. <laughs> but I'm really excited to see, you know, AJ Styles, I think he's going to go to the main roster. And I'm hoping that with them doing that, the other Bullet Club members. Are they going to make him change his name? Just so they know. can't reference AJ anymore and CM Punk. Oh, if that's <laughs> if that is really what their thoughts, then that is extremely, extremely stupid. George says Roman can't walk out as champion. Absolutely cannot. I mean, he, Ric Flair, you know, lasted so long in that Rumble, and they they like to break records. I could see them doing it with Roman Reigns. You know, the the odds are extremely against them, and that's when you really root for an underdog. Yeah. And putting him in at number one or number two makes him the biggest underdog in the whole rumble. Yeah, but it'd be nice to see him do like a a full heel turn and just kind of hang out outside of the ring. Oh man, hide under the it, ring. Yeah, or just something. you know, uh, do like X Pac did that one year where he just like held himself in the corner <laughs> where he couldn't get thrown out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, remember when uh, Chris Nowitzki? One rumble, he waited for like five guys to go in the ring before oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. That I love that kind of heel maneuver, everything like that. But it's 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 really exciting time. I mean, it, it may get me watching Raw again. I've taken the past couple of weeks off. I did have to go watch Raw when I heard Jericho came back. <laughs> I had to go see that <laughs> spot. And you know, everyone knows if you know me, I'm a Jericho-holic. Jericho's my guy. Well, yeah, we've kind of picked up on that. That promo was stale. Yeah, all it was, he was, it, it was going him. back to his... He was Y2J. Uh, yeah, his original I, one, yeah. I, you know, when he comes back, he I, I bet you he didn't even like that because he likes to do something different every time he comes back. I mean, you know, when he first debuted, he was Y2J. Then he became, you know, the arrogant heel guy when he won the world or the undisputed title. Yeah. 
and then he became my favorite when he became the slow talking bad guy in a suit. When he came out in the suit, that, yeah. yeah, that was so awesome. And then of course, sparkling jacket, jacket, yeah. yeah. which in jacket, jacket, yeah. the jacket. <laughs> in that, and where did that start? Memphis, right here, right here, Memphis, Tennessee. I was at that show. Mike and his girlfriend were laughing at me because I was marking out, and. I got to see Jericho a lot. There you go. <laughs> but even even Jim Ross tweeted or said something in his blog about he doesn't think that Jericho wrote that promo. He, like no, he was told to do that. Right. There's no way in hell. I mean, uh, the, you know, the New Day likes to do things that, um, what's the word, probably very retro. Yeah. You know, old school. They like to reference that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I, I just, I see so much. I know Jericho has so much more to offer than just a standard Y2J, throw in a never ever again, throw in, you know, the Ayatollah of rock and roll. I mean, when he said that line, it just sounded so robotic. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I was like, come on. And apparently he's coming back his face. Yeah. Jericho. After, after the the one show up at, you know, to help Reigns and Ambrose, where mm. he basically did. He ducked out. Yeah, he was a heel. Yeah. And. You know, Jericho is such a better heel yeah. than he is a face. But now just think of the possibility, which is not likely, but him and Nakamura. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh. That'd be good. That'd be good. I, know, I watched another interesting Nakamura match. Have you guys heard of Zack Sabre Jr.? I have not. Sounds familiar, but I don't he know if is, I've seen him. He is a very good wrestler. Chain wrestles. A lot of submissions. He has some good high spots, too. But he just like he's just a kind of one of those type of guys that works arms over several different ways, transitions to different holds and stuff like that. Just an amazing wrestler, and I highly recommend going out on YouTube. Um, I got turned on to him by another podcaster at at Kayfabe Connection. Me and this guy talk all the time about wrestling. Very cool dude. Go follow him on Twitter. Um, I was talking with my buddy Shaggy for the Three Handle Moss Covered Wrestling Podcast today, and I want to get him on to give some of his thoughts, but. You know, he was giving me some great ideas today uh, that he, or uh, things that he thought would do good with the uh, Bullet Club and stuff like that. And I want to get him on because I don't want to steal his stuff. So, but go follow him on Twitter. He's at Shaggy Black at TTHMC Podcast, the three handled moss covered wrestling podcast. Woo! Woo! That's a hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, also uh, this weekend, let's. Dan, you went to the Southern Heavyweight Classic. Yes, that, I did. That was put on by Wildfire. Wildfire Wrestling Southern Heavyweight Classic. And let me pull those notes. How long was that right show? Quick. Started about. I think 5.30. 5.30. Yeah. Started about 5.30. Ended up not going over 10 o'clock. I was surprised. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> ended about 9, 9 o'clock, uh, 9.30, somewhere in there. And, uh, you know, it was. I enjoyed. I enjoyed 99% of the show. And the 1% I didn't was the Lucha's match again. Because <laughs> I just can't understand Lucha. I'm sorry. I just don't understand it. Um, to give you an example of what happened in the Lucha match at this show, there was a 10- and a 13-year-old kid in masks wrestling. And their partners were adults. I think they were adults. Um, I know one for sure was an adult. Okay. Um, the other one I wasn't so sure about because he was just as short as the 10-year-old kid who was his partner. 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, I start watching this, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to give this a chance. And the longer it went, the longer I just, you know, kind of went, what the hell's going on, you know? Um, the only rule that I really understand at this point of Lucha is that when one of the – it was a tag team match, so when, when a, one guy gets knocked out of the ring, his partner immediately gets into the ring. That's the one rule that I do understand about Lucha. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know if you guys right. knew that I or not. I didn't even know that. It's so. like they're doing, they're flipping, they're flying and whatever, and if you kick one of the guys out of the ring and he falls out of the ring, his partner immediately has to get in and take his place. That's tag team Lucha. Huh. Okay. That's right. the one rule I've understood since however long I've understood that rule of Lucha. <laughs> so I don't know. That's just the one rule that's stuck in my head, you know. That's the only rule I understand. Now, keeping in mind that the ref was not Spanish. He was Richard Devon. <laughs> he was one of the wildfire referees. He doesn't speak a word of Spanish. And he was kind of just throwing his hands up in the air going, going what the fuck, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll start out with, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Let me get to the top of the card here. Okay, we had our we had the usual uh, starter, the Josh Crow versus Dazzler. I bet and um, get the crowd started off right. Yeah, usual fantastic match between these two. Crowd uh, Crow over with a reverse scoop slam into a pile driver, which is one of the most awesome things I've ever seen. Um, it was basically think um, I'm trying to think how to how to put it. Yeah. I'm I I, <laughs> I see you over there I, kind I of miming the motion. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, trying to figure out. Think, think like okay. you're going to give a guy a body slam, but he's facing the other direction. Okay, so I've got okay. him here. So you've All got right. him here. He's facing that way, right? Right. His head's well, then down. you bring him to here, and then you put him in pile driver position and go down with him. Huh. Wow. And he did it quick, and it was a badass move, and that that got over with me. So. Uh, that was the way he put away Dazzler. How many people were there? Um, you know, I'd say about, I'd say between 100 and 150. It was good, it wasn't a small crowd. That's a good nice. turnout. Nice. Yeah, it was a good turnout. It wasn't a small crowd. Um, you know, and I've I have heard some people say that it wasn't a good show, and I was just like, no, it was a good show. Had a good turnout. Who told you that? You know, so I don't I don't know where that came from, but. Um, let's see. They had uh, Red Rick Red Rum versus Johnny Dotson. Uh, Johnny Dotson was a no-show, so he got counted out. Uh, Basher Brody. Um, Josephus um, is another name for Basher Brody. Um, I got to wrestle jo Josephus in Ripley, Tennessee, of course. Of course. <laughs> <Or else. laughs> We don't even have to say that anymore. That's we right. We don't, it's automatically Ripley, Tennessee, if it happened, you know, unless we specify elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to SPWA out in Ripley, Tennessee. Yeah, SPWA is actually in Raymer, but nice try. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> but uh, this guy resembles Bruiser Brody from head to toe. Literally resembles him. If you ever, if you ever get to meet him in person, he resembles Bruiser Brody from head to toe, it, and he's a totally awesome guy. It works, you know. But uh, his opponent was Jerry Lawler, and uh, Lawler by DQ. Brody hits the ref. Uh, nothing flashy. Lots of punches here. Lawler bumping like crazy, putting Brody over though, which really surprised me. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, next one was Derek King. Derek. By 
God, God greater than great king. Yeah, all that. <laughs> Derek King versus Antonio Garza. Um, had a long ass intro. Of course, um, it wouldn't be. A, that's that's what you expect from a Derek King that. match. Well, I think it was back and forth between Derek and Antonio, kind of cutting promos for a minute, and ah, Antonio yeah. trying to get over with the Latino crowd. You know, gotcha. Because gotcha. he was speaking Spanish, and I didn't understand a word of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. see, uh, good back and forth match between him and Garza, and Garza went over with a moonsault. He nice. beat he beat Derek so Derek by guy greater than great King. yeah uh, then there was R and D versus Maverick uh, dun, 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 yeah dun, the American dun, dun, Gladiator Brackus from <laughs> best of the best too yeah right <laughs> he looks just like Brackus man and Maverick actually is going into bodybuilding so he's really well, leaning I, up and everything he he looks awesome so. I get, and you know you know what I think you can make like a video of Maverick walking to the uh, ring. And you could do the whole Vince McMahon, you know, when it, when they take the footage from him, from Tory Wilson walking to the ring where he's like, start slowly and slowly. <laughs> oh, gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start smiling more and more and then falls out of his chair. <laughs> he is totally like a Vince McMahon build type of guy. Oh, yeah. Just oh, a yeah. big muscular dude. But uh, R&D versus Maverick, uh, it was kind of messy. It yeah. wasn't really. Well, Maverick's still a little green, isn't he? Uh, no, Maverick spent time in Japan. Wow. Yeah, he spent time in Japan um, training and stuff. So I I don't know. Um, I don't know if these guys just didn't click or what happened. Which happens. Um, but it was kind of messy. But uh, R&D over with a chair shot to the back while the ref was distracted by Devin Nicole. And that's exactly how someone should, like R&D should win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have it. Yeah, that's perfect booking. Uh, Bishop Cage versus Action Jackson. This was the match of the night. I can. I have a. I, I, love I know both of these guys. I've wrestled both of these guys. These guys are awesome performers. I have never seen Bishop Cage look better than he did that I, night. I love watching Action Jackson work. Yes. Yeah. And did he, um, hold it before. Did Action Jackson do the what are those? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he did. Yes. We, we've got to get action. I got to get. We got to get action on this show. Yeah, we do. Um, match of the night so far. Jackson over with a blockbuster off the top. Nice. Um, then we had Precious. Oh Lord! Versus Grandmaster Sexy. Oh my God! Brian oh, Christopher. Lord. <laughs> that uh, had to be something. Started off with a wedgie too precious. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! And you know I made a note of that because it was it kind of stood out, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great entertainment match, great entertainment quality during the whole thing, you know. And um, Brian over with the hip hop drop, the leg drop from the top rope. So. I'm glad he's still able to use that one and not disintegrate any time he hits it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Komodo versus Hijo de Fishman. This was two of the uh, two of the. Let me see. Hang on a second. Was this the? Yeah. Okay. Komodo was dressed in kind of a ninja outfit. I'm not exactly sure who he was, but Hijo de Hijo de Fishman was one of the luchadors, mm-hmm. and these guys worked incredibly well together. For me, not knowing either one of them. You know, I was very incredibly surprised. Um, Fishman over with a T-bone suplex, uh, and I, I made sure and made note that these guys work very well together uh, again. So yeah, it was they were very, they were clicking and they were going. Uh, the next one was Josh Crow versus Jerry Lawler. This was in the round two. Okay, uh, Lawler over. This was a two-minute match. Crow 
somehow ended up and I I don't think I was paying attention long enough to fi- actually figure out what exactly happened during this match. <laughs> I actually had to ask somebody else. Uh Lawler over. This was a 2-minute match. Crow dove off the top with his helmet on and he missed and Lawler covered him for the 3. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. The All-Star, the All-Pro, Josh, Josh Crow. Crow. Yeah. And he then uh then the Lucha match happened. Two yeah. masked kids in this match. One was 10, the other 13. Once again, this guy, these are I'm reading directly from my notes. Once again, the psychology is lost on me. I don't understand lucha. I'm lost. It went thirty minutes, thirty four minutes. Oi! <laughs> oh damn! So, so I take it you're not going to be watching lucha underground. Uh I like lucha underground. I've watched lucha underground. This ain't lucha underground. <laughs> <laughs> Season two starts up this month. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, uh, but. The w- the one that stood out in my mind because I actually wanted to hear the reaction backstage, so I walked backstage, and Brian Christopher's right there on the other side of the curtain, and first thing he says, "What the fuck? You guys went thirty four minutes." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, yeah. If anybody's gonna holler at him, it needs to be Brian." Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's see. Um, Next one was Red Rick Red Rum versus Antonio Garza. Uh, Antonio over by DQ. Um, it was it was a pretty quick match. Um, I think Antonio went for something off the second rope, and uh, Red Rick caught him basically in a chokehold and slammed him down straight, kind of like almost like that Russian sickle type choke, you know, where yeah, you know, yeah. he catches him standing up and just put, plows him to the ground, you know. Um. He didn't let go and got counted out, so that was a DQ finish there. Uh, Then we had Fishman versus Action Jackson. When I say Action, you say Jackson. Action. Jackson. (laughs) Action. Fishman. I like the other guy. You're not funny. (laughs) Well, you would be okay because Fishman actually won the match. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted wanted to give Action Jackson some love. I I liked him when I saw him. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, But, no, this was a great match. Um you know, uh, of course, the crowd was with Fishman because the crowd was primarily Latino. So, um, then we had R and D versus Jerry Lawler. Um, R and D over Lawler. Josh Crow hits Lawler with his helmet while Lawler has Raphael up for the pile driver, and Devin has the ref distracted. So, and you know, he just covered him right after he hit him with the helmet. So, uh, and fa- uh, let's see, Antonio Garza versus Eho de Fishman. Uh, Garza over by pin. This was a good match. Good match. Uh, final saw R&D versus Antonio Garza. Uh, Rafael attacking the leg most of the match. The end saw Rafael try to hit Garza with brass knuckles, only to be stopped by Grandmaster Sexay and get hit with the knucks by him. Garza pins Rafael to a huge pop from the crowd. Garza is the new Southern Heavyweight Champ. Well, congratulations, nice. Antonio Garza. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a hell of a show. Yeah, it was it the last was. Bucks game of the year, you know. And as much as the Buccaneers depress me, <laughs> <laughs> so often I, I can't. You I, had to be there. I had to. You had know, to be there for the Bucks. The over the off season is now over. Mm-hmm. I have no football commitments, no sports commitments. So now you can go to shows. Now, if there's Sunday afternoon shows, yeah, I can. There we go. I can still go to MEW. There you go. MEW is my. Everyone knows it's your go-to. Uh, it, that's my that's my good place. You yeah you you you've got to come to. There's one next Friday. You're going. 
Maybe. No. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. You're going. It's good. I, if there's I, not a basketball yeah. game, he's going. Is there, is, there a, is there a Grizzlies game next Friday? Not next Friday, no. Okay. Basically, starting tomorrow, I have six straight oh, Grizzlies games. Oh, Every wow. other day for the next week and a half. Oh, dang. You know, well, you know Smack, <laughs> SmackDown started their new run on uh, USA? USA tonight. Yeah. And I'm still not watching it. Because we're doing this. This yeah, is more important. Well, well, yeah, but and we it, don't it, even have the TV on in the back without the sound. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it like well right now I can't because of our network. I can't setup. watch it like a second would, rate. I can't watch the second. Starting, yeah. I can't watch the B show. You well, know? actually, <laughs> I can't even watch the B show without audio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be interesting to watch SmackDown to see how much they use the new stable they created on SmackDown. I have a feeling the it's social gonna, outcast. I think it's gonna. I think it's a great idea. I don't know. I think they're they. I hope they don't like overstable everything. You know, they've got so many people on the main roster that they're creating these stables now. And now you have the League of Nations, and you got the social outcasts, and you know you're not creating any. You know, you're not creating you're, any face factions. You you're know? getting, you're getting yeah. the Bullet Club. Yeah, you got the Wyatt family. Right. You got Wyatt family, and and there's a rumor that there's a female Wyatt family member coming still. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Um, you know who I'd like to see join the Bullet Club? Who's that? Becky Lynch. That would be very cool. Nice. George in the chat room says, hashtag give jobbers a chance. Give jobbers <laughs> a chance. <laughs> and they, he also hey, said, Al Snow. He said, uh, <laughs> hopefully Axel makes it to the ring this year in the Royal Rumble. Oh, God. <laughs> he still hasn't been eliminated. Yeah. Oh, God. Not that <laughs> shit again. No. John Cena is out six to eight months following so- shoulder surgery. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I think, I think the WWE knew ahead of time that they needed to do something big, but and before John Cena announced it, they probably looked and like we need to get somebody in here, right? To Good. Add some. I mean, where where can they go for Mania now that you know their biggest? And you know, I feel bad for just about every guy in the training center in NXT right now. I really do because instead of them actually growing and nurturing talent. And putting people out there that they've marketed, they're buying up stars yep. from other federations. Mm-hmm. Come on over, man. Well, we somebody, need you. Come on you, over. You know, there are certain you know? exceptions. I mean, um, Doc Gallus has wrestled before yeah. in the WWE, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from the guys they bought. Yeah, I'm just saying, how bad is it when you don't have faith in your own product? Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, you always want to be acquiring new talent. Yeah. You always yeah. You, you need True. fresh faces. Uh, yes. You need fresh faces. But they constantly have a revolving door of people coming into the training center. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, they put their money into people just to keep them into NXT. Uh, they put their money into people just to keep them on the main roster. They're not growing people, you know? Right. I mean, like Neville, he's made it to the main roster. What have they done with him since, though? Kind of like Ty- he's a more he won a Slammy, a more recent, <laughs> a more well, thank re- God he won a Slammy. A know? more recent example of that is Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze too, yeah. They, you know, he was the king of NXT for a while, and they yeah. brought him up, and he's just kind of he's just kind of there. There was a couple other guys too. Uh, the Ascension, yeah. We're past that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, you like, know, it's been a month or two I mean, since I brought up the you Ascension. Guys, you guys get what I'm saying. Yeah. Though, oh, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, like, yeah. the way, the way like, a normal job works, 
you train and you and I'll tell you the way my job works. Okay, let me just put my job into perspective and I'll compare it to the WWE right now. Okay, I've been doing my job for 15 years. There is probably a five to six year learning curve on what I do before I would expect anybody to catch on and be like, all right, yeah, I can do this without you standing over me, you know? Right. Or without having to call you every five minutes to ask, okay, what's the next step? You know? There's a five to six learning curve on that, okay? So after that five to six year learning curve, you either have it or you don't, you know? So... At seven years, if you're still calling me and asking me, how do I do this, how I do that, how I do that, I'm thinking you don't need to be doing this job anymore, right? Right. Compare that to WWE. You know, compare, put that in comparison to what they do at the, at the Performance Center and everything. Freaking Tyler Breeze, he floundered so long, you know, and changed gimmicks and did this and tried different things and – Everything he was he was like a eight or a nine year veteran or something like that I think was what they described him as on Breaking Ground, hmm. you know he's been there for eight or nine years you know just constantly trying different things right trying to get over with the guys in the back in NXT he's over with the crowd yeah he's over with the crowd he has nothing else to do to get over with the crowd but getting over with the guys in the back and getting that support from the office just seems to be like you know and you know another good example of that is solomon crow exactly Mm -hmm. extremely talented had a high energy style great wrestler you know big moves and everything you can ask for had great personality i think he could cut promos but he was handicapped by nxt because it's like well what do we do with this guy Mm -hmm. put him in the ring and let him do what he does best right He's a wrestler. How about you I let mean, him wrestle? You know, it's <laughs> you know, I, it's good for him that he got his release because now he can go. Yeah, wrestle. And he, and he pointed. It, I think I saw an article where he was asked that, and he pointed out he's like, I could make a whole lot more money than I'm making now just on the independent scene. Right, because people want to see him. Right, you know, they they and Ring of Honor. I'm sure scooped him up in no time. Uh, he's going to be wrestling. I know he's. I think he's going to be doing some stuff with PWG, mm-hmm. and some other. I think he's going a lot more out west. Okay. So. But yeah, I mean, you know, you go you go in there and you have guys that are just all stars, and then you make them into stars in NXT. You put them on the main roster, and up, uh, well, you know, and they might as well be the cigarette butt on the floor now. Right. And, you know? and George in the chat room says this: I fear that Vince won't see that Balor could do more for WWE than Roman can. Yeah. And I, it, it's the same fear for anyone that calls up you, that gets called up. You know, and I've seen I've seen this take over too uh, lately. Uh, Daniel Bryan saying that his doctors have cleared him, but WWE doctors won't clear him. Yeah. And he started a hashtag about clear Daniel Bryan or yeah. something like that. You know, and I don't know if that's a storyline or a work or whatever. I always uh, say everything's a work in wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But speaking of like injuries, I read something interesting. Every superstar that left. WrestleMania last year as the champion is now is currently injured. Yes. Crazy. Every single one of them. Yep. Everyone. Yep. Uh, that's It's nuts. You know, look at the difference between women's wrestling and NXT and women's wrestling on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Bailey and Sasha go down. 
SummerSlam weekend and beat SummerSlam by that match itself. Right. And yet Sasha gets on the main roster and Vince is like, what? What am I supposed to do with this chick? She doesn't know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. People want to see Charlotte and Nikki Bella. You know, if I didn't know any better, I would say I would think that there's somebody in the main office that's trying to crap all over NXT. If I, I didn't, I know who, if, I, I if already I, know who that person is. I know, I know, I know, it's Kevin fucking Dunn. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I mean that. That, and that kills me, too, because, I mean, like, who's the main proprietor of NXT? It's Triple H. You yeah. know, why would you want to crap all over NXT and crap all over something like because the boss's son-in-law is doing, you wait, know? It's, if, I guarantee you Vince has probably watched maybe two or three episodes of NXT. Mm-hmm. If he would watch that show week to week, he'd probably realize, like, oh, this is what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it, it, it sucks. I mean, people like Baron Corbin, who I think, like, if put in the right situation on the main roster, he is going to he's going to be great. Yeah, he needs to. I, I, I I'm t- torn between should he be muscle for a stable or just be a lone wolf heel. What do you think? Uh, I he, think his, he works better for he works better as a lone wolf. Yeah, he's a dick. Know? Yeah. The, if you watch Breaking Round Ground, yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, let him be that dick. Make yeah. him be the big dick that comes in big and dick. just <laughs> big, well, big Dick Johnson. I think you, I think you just, you know, and that's what kind of worries me. <laughs> I think you just made his gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> for the main <laughs> roster, it's and, no longer Barry Corbin. It's Big Dick Johnson. Big well, Dick Johnson. <laughs> and you know, another thing that worries me is they're going to bring in Nakamura. And you know Completely what kind of change him? What kind of are they going to make him fucking Raiden from Mortal Kombat? Like come in with a Try the little <laughs> straw triangle hat, and you know, come in and throw. Oh, a, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I, w- I would get behind that. I, <laughs> I would do, but it just worries you because Vince is, is. He'll buy the Sub Zero gear from Glacier and put him in that shit. Oh god! <laughs> I mean, that, but it just worries you because that you know Vince just Vince thinks that he knows what we want to see, mm-hmm. and that's not what we don't. He the, doesn't fully get behind something he didn't create. Well, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you you can tell that by all the women's wrestlers, like going back to women's wrestlers and NXT and the divas and you gotta you gotta you. There's not a single thing you can convince me that says that that divas slammy wasn't rigged. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Did it? Freaking Nikki Bella winning diva slammy for the year. Yeah, we we uh, talked about that. No, yeah, no, no, no. There's no, no. The, I don't have a problem if it's rigged. Mm-hmm. My problem was like. If it, if if it's not rigged, that's fine. Don't don't say it's based off a of fan vote. Because mm-hmm. there's no way that was based off a no, of fan vote. There's no, a, I can guarantee it. That's going to get me fired up again. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it's just it just, that just. Worries oh, by me. the way, uh, my watching partner for uh, the whole Southern Heavyweight Classic show was Chris Lex. He sat next oh, to me the awesome. whole show. That is awesome, man. Chris is such a good me guy. Me and Chris man. sat and critiqued the whole show. We were just kind of making fun of it the whole time. You Did know? he mention me at all? I hope nobody like overheard us making fun of it because it was actually quite funny. But you know, <laughs> they put on a great show. Don't get me wrong. But we were we you know we can watch it and make fun of it because we're workers. So. <laughs> we're the business. Yeah. Did he mention me at all? Uh no, I didn't ask him about you, so he didn't mention you. <laughs> uh, he probably really doesn't even know well, who I am. Wipe the tear <laughs> from your eye. That's well, because right. okay. you know, I like to. Sometimes I'll go back and talk. Can we to get him. an autograph and bring it to you for? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'll go at, at MEW. He's good about like 
if I, I'll, you know, I'm not trying to be Mr. Hanging out with the wrestlers guy, but I'll go behind the shit, you know. Yeah. yeah. Darius let me. Yeah. He's fine with it. As long as he's cool with it. Yeah, know. and I went and shook his hand and asked how he's doing That's and stuff like that. That's why I brought you back there when I was there, so, you know. Yeah, and I got to take a picture so with you guys. That way I, I was like, hey, this is podcast guy, guys. Yeah. This guy yeah. y'all are talking mm-hmm. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's take. Some, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, apparently Sasha Banks is out of action with an undisclosed injury. Son yeah, that's of a what, bitch. That's what George said in the <laughs> chat room, and now Sasha yeah. is hurt, so who knows what they'll do with yeah. her. Her last match back on the 28th of Raw with a win over Becky Lynch, no timetable was given on her return. Well, heal quickly. Heal yeah. quickly and correctly, Sasha, because, uh, you know, do you even notice my shirt? Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing my Sasha Banks shirt. So, But we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk MEW and do some other fun stuff. Stick around. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. Be sure you are following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. I am at Shropnuts, S-C-H-R-O-E-P-N-U-T-S. I am at One Dangerous Dan, and I'm also on Facebook, Dangerous Dan Matthews. At WolfMike23. Also, head over to the Facebook group, or Facebook page, facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. The website is oversellpodcast.com. If you visit oversellpodcast.com, take a few minutes out, check out the Amazon link right below the main player, and shop, shop, shop. Go buy stuff. Go buy stuff. There are no hidden fees. There's no extra fees, anything like that. It's just anything we sell on the Amazon page, we get a small kickback. You know, help us get some more stuff for this podcast, more mics and stuff like that. I mean, not, not a mic to replace me, but, you know. Maybe. Microphone. If we can find a nice mic, we can get two no. or three mics. A nice, okay. a nice, <laughs> a nice Michael. We can have on more Amazon. than one mic. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can buy us in bulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this weekend, um, MEW had their resolution. Their first show is on is on New Year's Day. Uh, fantastic show mm-hmm. as always. You know, I I don't think I could ever be at a bad MEW show. I say that. But I'm pretty sure that that roster is so talented mm-hmm. that they have over there. Opening match was uh, Duke Warfield, who will be Warfield. on the show. We know that guy. Warfield. <laughs> He'll be on the show. I know later what he said month. during his promo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's. But um, he had, came out and he wrestled uh, Addison Cade. Mm-hmm. Addison Cade is a big old boy. Have you seen this guy? Mm, I'd probably recognize him. If I saw big him. old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a great match. You know, Duke is. Just one of the I love watching Duke wrestle because he's just like a fundamentals guy. You know, he comes in, you know, he's tough. Mm-hmm. He's just clean with his moves and stuff like that. They put on a hell of a match. Uh Duke went over and we got to hear Warfield a there lot. You go. And with the effect it's Warfield. <laughs> 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 Maybe I can record that for his entrance music. Maybe. Um, who else wrestled that night? Austin Lane and Del Tucker. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Great match, huh? Hell of a match. Uh, Austin Lane comes out, and, um, you know, at first they had a little confrontation. They had the Power Rangers mm-hmm. at MEW. And uh, while the Power Rangers are out in the ring posing and doing stuff like that, Del Tucker comes to the ring. And, you know, as soon as he comes out, <laughs> they start. Tucker sucks, or mm-hmm. you suck, Tucker, Tucker, Tucker. And it's so funny how quick he gets heat. Oh, yeah. Without even having to open his mouth. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. 
So he cuts a promo, and you know he looks at these Power Rangers like y'all are a little bit smaller than when I watched y'all on TV. Mm-hmm. You know this is this is crap. <laughs> well, Austin Lane comes out with a and comes out exactly like he's going to cut a promo, and he just hits Del Tucker with the mic. Uh-huh. And I, afterwards, he you know throws me a too sweet. And, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was that. And then later they had a match, and you know when Austin came out, he's walking through the crowd and he gets to me, and you know we throw a two sweet to each other, and he just goes, "Time to steal the show." Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> did they? Yeah. Um, it was. I love Austin was like just transitioning move for move, you know, trying to get Dell Tucker to tap. Dell was Dell was keeping pace with him. I mean, it's just wrestling, and it was awesome. And Tucker, during the whole time, was getting uh, getting heat. You know, they did the bit where each of them are running ropes. Yeah. Austin slides out of the ring, goes sits next to a little lady in the crowd, mm-hmm. and Del Tucker's running. He keeps running, not realizing Austin's out. And he's like, hey, wait a minute. And he looks out, what are you doing? Get mm-hmm. back in here. Yep. Austin plants one on the girl he was sitting next to and <laughs> runs back into the ring. And, 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 you know, they just put on a clinic. Mm-hmm. Clinic, stole the show. No, and it, and that's not a detriment to anyone on that show because every match is great. This match just was off the chain. Yeah, I mean, because Austin and that comes from Dell and Austin working each other over the years multiple times. Right, right, multiple times. And I mean, so. it, it and Austin is Austin is just awesome. It sucks that he has not gotten a run. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he he had a chance that he was on. He wrestled a couple of TNA like house shows. Yeah. Well, they wanted they wanted him to be a part of TNA when it first started up, but it meant him moving to Nashville. And mm-hmm. He, just he didn't want to do, want to do that. Yeah. So. Well, uh, it, I'm glad he didn't because I love seeing him. Get, anytime I get to see Austin Lane mm-hmm. wrestle, it's a treat, and I'm glad I'm really glad I got to see him wrestle at MEW. Man, just watching him, just watching him chain wrestle, is just great. Moving from submission to submission of submission and submission. Del Tucker ended up going over, mm-hmm. making Austin tap, but it was a hell of a match. Stole the show. Was it a submission match? No. It was a straight. It was just a normal match, huh. but they were just. That's just the way Austin wrestles, man. Oh yeah, and I love the guy. Oh, I yeah. love. I love watching Austin Lane I wrestle. I love watching him too. I need to. I need to make it out there one time when I know he's going to be there. Yeah, uh, their next show is next Friday, January fifteenth, mm-hmm. uh, eight p.m. bell time. Out there at forty fifty North Watkins. Mike's coming with me. Yay! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tell, if I had me, to, me or the new one that you're gonna buy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you don't, I'm buying the new mic. We'll, take, we'll take the three pack with us. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, um, Jade Haven, who is a 16 year old wrestler, had a match with um, Nikki Lane, Austin's mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good match. You know, she you can tell she's a little green, but I think she she sells. Like a million bucks. I mean, when she gets hit, you, you she brings a lot of sympathy in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But solid match from both ladies. Um, Derek King came out at the beginning of the show and got into a program with um, Full Deck. And Full Deck, uh, you know, Alan Steele wasn't there, his tag team partner. And Derek King's cutting a promo, and he says, the next person that comes out from that curtain... I will use as my tag team partner. It can be, I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. I do not care what person comes out of that locker room. I will use them as my tag team partner. And, you know, there's a lot of silence for a bit. And Full Deck, you know, is yucking it up. I mean, Full Deck is just uh, such an amazing uh, tag team. I don't know what it is about those guys. Yeah. But they, they're just a draw. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're they're great heels. You know, they they really make you hate hate their guts. But there's just something about these guys mm-hmm. that just makes you want to see them get their butts kicked. Yeah. So called being a heel. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's called doing it, your job. It's called being a really, really, really good heel. So, like I said, Derek King comes out, and you know he's doing his typical long-winded promo, um, just like Derek King does. Mm-hmm. You know, he, of course, he had to throw his own name in there. I'm Derek, by God, greater than Great King. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. How many times? Yeah, yeah. And you know, yeah. When his music comes on, it takes him fifteen minutes to 15, come out. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, this is just this is Derek King. I so, do. I I, la- I have to. So laugh he asked at that. for his tag team partner, and you hear this. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> and. You know, instantly that music hits. The crowd is off their feet. We're all chanting pow, pow, pow. Chris Lex comes out. And, mm-hmm. you know, Derek King has the look on his face of really that. And <laughs> so that sets up later in the night, full deck, Derek King and Chris Lex. And uh, there was one, the one thing Derek had to do was kiss the boots of Chris Lex to get him to be a tag partner. And he did it. Wow. Derek King kissed the boots of Chris Lex. And the funniest bit in it. People started pulling out their cell phones to oh, take yeah. pictures, and he was like, "He looked, put your phones down, <laughs> don't take, don't you dare take a picture, uh-huh. put your phone." And <laughs> uh, Brandon Myers, Brandon the Chosen One Myers, yeah. or well, T A Myers mm-hmm. or whatever his name is, um, he uh, he started he would talk on the mic, and Derek he would just turn around, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he kissed the boots. We had that. That was our main event. Uh, Darius Lee, tattoo, mm-hmm. is a heel now. Yeah. He uh, turned on Reno yeah, after they lost to Full Deck. As soon as they got split up, I figured that was coming. He turned on him at the last show. I didn't get to see the last show, but I've heard. And uh, he came out, cut a promo about why he did what he did. And he had a match with Kevin Grimes, and he went over. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dar- Darius, tattoo, man, he has – I love his style too. Mm-hmm. It's a little more hot, faster-paced. A little more flying, you know. Hurricane Rana's. I, I love. I, I love watching tattoo wrestle. Mm-hmm. Cool guy. Great match. Him and Kevin. Crime. Kevin. Is it Kevin Crime? Nick Grimes, maybe. Nick Grimes. I've wrestled in Nick Grimes before. Describe him. Bearded, heavy set. No, this guy was about your. Well, probably about Mike's build. Maybe a little shorter. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I'll have to maybe. I'll, have I'll to see I'll, a picture of him. Or yeah, something. I'll have to. I, if I want to say it was Kevin Crime. Or something like that. It's a guy he's had history, some history with. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But that got to the main event. Um, it was full deck, and it was uh, Derek King and Chris Lex. And uh, Derek King comes out, or full deck comes out first. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Are we? And like I think they messed up their entrance music, and they came out, and then they accidentally restarted it. So they threw their hands up in the air and they went back to the curtain and came back out at their right mark. <laughs> so then Derek King comes out and, you know, three minutes into his music, we had to wait for him to come out of the curtain and then come out and waited for his cue to jump on the top rope and put his arms up in the air mm-hmm. and, you know, typical Derek King stuff, which I'm not, you know, I'm I'm just giving Derek King a hard time because 
You know, he's he's one of the best in Memphis. Yeah, I think he's hilarious too. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's, a, he's a funny guy backstage. Yeah. Um, so then Chris Lex comes out and. They have a great match. Uh, was his? I'll, I'll say. Uh, what uh, was uh, Derek's hair dyed blonde no, at the time? He's, no, he's done. He's yeah, done. he he came to he came to wildfire like that, and I was like, "That's like the first time I've ever seen you without blonde hair." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like I can remember back when he was Mister Personalities. Even mm-hmm. before then, he didn't have the blonde hair. Even then, he 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 didn't have it then. He says he said people were actually kidding him about you know. Oh, we're back to the Mister Mister Personalities gimmick now because <laughs> he didn't have the blonde hair anymore. So. Yeah, <laughs> but they had this match, and I mean, like, both uh, Derek and Chris took some butt kickings. You know, dished a little bit out, mm-hmm. but um, eventually Derek's in the ring, just getting whipped round left and right, right and left, right and left and left and right, and he goes to tag Chris Lex, and Chris Lex drops off the apron, mm-hmm. just gives him a little wave, and just yeah. walks to the back. <laughs> And while he's doing that, Derek King is just looking into the curtain like, what the hell? What turnaround? And then he gets hit with full deck finisher. And yeah. that was all she wrote. Mm-hmm. And it was. What a, is full deck finisher? You would ask me that. Uh, of course I would. <laughs> I think it was like a double choke slam oh, okay. or something along those lines. I I got to start taking notes when I go to these shows because I'm so. I don't take notes because like I'm too busy marking out because I'll have so much fun at the show. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of, a, a lot of it off uh, memory. Yeah, yeah. Maybe well, I tell you, I tell you what I do. I, I I open up the memo pad on my phone. Yeah, and I wait till the match is over. I think of like the top three things in in my head, and I'm <laughs> like, okay, that's you know, and that's pretty much it. Mike's gonna do that at the next MEW show. There you go. That's what I did at the Wildfire show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll do that at MEW next Friday. I think Josh McLean may come out with me too. That'd be cool. You get to meet Josh McLean if you come out. Yay! Yeah, Josh McLean's awesome. I concur. So. And I've never met him. Well. Another another great MEW show. Like I said, I'll be back. I I just I love that show. Glad to hear it. The only thing I would change, you know, I would really like to go and um, see one of the SGWA shows in South Haven. Yeah, I'd like to see one of those too. Because Alan, I think they're on Saturdays. Yeah, Alan works for them. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Build on D, and I think Judas the Beast does works for them. Yeah, and Josh McLean will come out and manage them. Yeah. I need I I need that's who I need to see in Memphis wrestle. Mm-hmm. I need to see Judas because I hear he is just fucking awesome. Oh, he's a beast, man. He is a he's a total beast. He's great. He's comes out with these chains, and I think he's got a wooden cross that's in the chains and stuff, and it's pretty cool. And I, I really um, also want to get to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That's two hours away. I don't. J- know. I'm not crazy about driving down that far in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's probably one thing going on in Oklahoma once a month, and that's the, the wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> that's the wrestling. It's safe to go down there then. But um, I really want to check out the Oklahoma show because I hear it's just another top quality turn yeah. tearing the house down. Oh, I almost forgot about a match. I don't. Oh, at oh. MEW, um, okay. Brandon Espinoza, mm-hmm. who. Is another great heel. Yeah. Another great worker. Uh, uh, just an amazing wrestler. Gets perfect heat. Mm-hmm. He wrestles 3G Eric Wayne. Oh, nice. I and bet that was a good it, match. It, it, it's funny. They kind of had, I guess, I've never seen this ref in MEW before. And I guess he was kind of green. Yeah. <laughs> so Eric has Espinoza and a headlock. Mm-hmm. Espinoza tries to shuck, shuck him off, and Eric grabs his beard. And keeps a hold of him. Yeah. And then puts him back in a chokehold. And he does this like three or four times, and the ref doesn't say anything. So yeah. you hear Eric. 
He goes, I like this ref. I can get away with anything. Yeah. So then he turns around and finally the ref starts counting. and But they put on – it was another clinic. Man. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, – let's see. I think Espinosa went over. Mm-hmm. And then Eric Wayne got in. And, you know, he was kind of neutral for the mat. Not really a face. Mm-hmm. Not really a heel. Yeah. Cut a promo and became heel. Oh, yeah. You know, cut a promo on them saying, you know, you came to see me. And it, it was a good solid heel promo. Mm-hmm. Talking about how they didn't give Buddy Wayne a 10-bell salute to start the show. Mm-hmm. And like I told you guys, I kind of, you know, I, Buddy Wayne is so influential in yeah, Memphis wrestling. he was. And I did. I got I got to go to his visitation yesterday and his funeral today. I, I missed about half the funeral because uh, I had to drive to uh, Lexington, Tennessee, uh, early this morning. But uh, I drove back from Lexington and and got there in time to see, like, the second half of the uh, the funeral ceremony and everything. Uh, I missed Eric's speech. Eric got up and talked. Um, I got there in the middle of uh, his son Greg, who um, he wrestled for a little bit, didn't wrestle for a whole long time. Um, but, uh, got in the middle, got up, got there in the middle of Greg talking and fortunately got to see Ken talk because Ken went up and went up down all, all over the roads with him and everything basically grew up in the wrestling business as a, right, as right. a result of Buddy being in the wrestling business. And, and, and I saw a video and this was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think Eric posted it and it was, um, Buddy Wayne and Tommy Gilbert cutting promos on each other. Oh Yeah. And I think Eddie was out with Tommy, yeah. And Ken came out, yeah, and attacked him. And, and it was when Eddie and Ken were just—they looked snot-nosed like, punks, they, man. Yeah, yeah, man. They yeah. were. They Probably were sixteen, they were, seventeen, eighteen years yeah, old. They were twigs. Yeah, you know. And it was and, just so cool seeing, like, just seeing a that young Eddie Gilbert man with, yeah. the, with a head full of blonde hair, looking like one of the Bad News Bears. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was really cool. And, yeah, uh, and, and you know, it, it. We all got to talking after, after the funeral and everything, and. You know, I got to say it was really cool because, like, um, it was almost like time flashed backwards to, like, five, six years ago when we were on the wrestling school together and we were just all sharing stories and everything. And we went and ate lunch together and everything this afternoon. And it was just so cool, you know, just being able to see everybody. Nichols was there. Uh, Knuckles Madsen. Oh, Knuckles came. Yeah, Nichols, he, good. He came into town from Rogers, Arkansas. Um hopped right back on the road to Rogers, Arkansas as soon as the, as soon as we got done eating lunch and everything. So Yeah. But, uh, we we've got to get Nichols on the show. Yeah, we, we do. Got to. We do. do. I want him on this month. Okay. We've I'll got, work on it. We've got, <laughs> we've got a guest the twenty first and the twenty eighth. Okay. So well, I'll I'll work on that. But uh, you know, it was it was just really cool, you know, catching up with everybody yeah. and you know, yeah. I hadn't seen anybody well, in let's, probably two years and you know, I I walk. I get into the parking lot, and uh, for the visitation, I immediately get recognized by Randy Hales and Bill Dundee walking into the visitation. You know, so I get to walk into the visitation with Randy Hales and Bill Dundee. You know, um, I get to the funeral today, and as I'm in the parking lot, here comes Kevin White and Brian Christopher getting out of their cars. And I'm walking into the funeral with Kevin White and Brian Christopher this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's like you know, and everybody knows me. Everybody, and I'm just kind of like, wow, you know, it, it it's kind of funny because like eight, nine, ten years ago, if you'd have told me that 
all these people would know me and know who I am and know that I'm a worker and know that I'm a good professional wrestler and everything. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Dan. He worked for Ken and everything. So, Well, we should have done this to open up the show. Um, let's do a quick moment of silence just to in honor of Buddy Wayne. Okay. <clears throat> Rest in peace, Buddy Wayne. You've left a legacy here in Memphis wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And uh Mario Mario Walinda was his was his wrestling trainer. Uh I didn't know that. Um and the the Walindas were like really, really well known back in the day. And I got to man, I got to see a ton of old pictures of Buddy wrestling. It was so cool, mm. black and white pictures and stuff. Do you know around what year that they, they were? Um, crap. You would you would ask me that, wouldn't you? I would. Um, <laughs> he got you back for earlier. It would have to be in the seventies. When do you know the date on that um, clip that? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't pay attention I to. I think my phone's date. dead now. I can't look it up. Because um, it'd be cool to find a, be cool to find a Memphis wrestling f- moment. Find a card on there, yeah. yeah but no, you know it. It was so cool. And one picture, one picture that stood out to me was uh, Jackie Fargo, an older Jackie Fargo with an older Buddy Wayne. You know, kind of in the same picture together. And I was like, man. You know they're wrestling right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just like, God, man. If there's wrestling in heaven, they're definitely doing it. Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to – I'm just going through dates here. So, are we, we got to get in touch with uh, Mark James and get him on here. Yeah. I think what I want to do with him is um, instead of just, like, having a whole history of wrestling thing, to start off, for listeners that don't go, I want to get him on, and we just we're going to do a look back mm. to uh, Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman, the whole feud. That'd be cool. I think we could do maybe an episode or two. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. Of that, because that was, you know, that that brought in. I'll t- I'll tell you a joke that I thought was really cool, because uh, Buddy actually knew he was dying, you know, so he actually planned out a little bit of his funeral, and he and he told Ken he wanted him to tell this at his funeral. He says. Said I had a joke. I had a dream the other night that Don Fargo came to me and and he said Don he goes Don is there wrestling in heaven and Don says yep and you're on the main event Saturday night. <laughs> 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 so I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um. You know I'm back in '73. Yeah, there's just so many to look through here. On here, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I wonder if I could. And I do. I, you know, I got to look at all those pictures and everything. It was just incredible seeing Buddy. You know the history of wrestling that he had. You know, and he was a military man too. Yeah, he got cool. He he got uh, he got a little bit of a military funeral, and he will be buried. In the West Tennessee Veterans Cemetery. That's awesome. Tomorrow. Eric Wayne went to Bolton High School. Huh. I went to Bolton High School. I wonder what year he graduated. Uh, let's see. A I'm little bit younger through. than you are. <laughs> well, that's he. That's, well, still, still, steel, steel. Uh, let's see. Let's see. 
What are you looking for? I'm looking to see. Uh, trying to find that video. Oh, you're trying to find the video clip. Yeah, okay. I may edit some of this stuff out, or I may just leave it because it's more real. Let's see, 1980. That was that was CWA. So that's yeah, it was CWA. 1980. Look for look for a ni- date from 1980. Robinson, do, 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 do. Oh man, there's a lot of. But uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like think of like who. All it's was like there. there's just not that much wrestling in Memphis. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> there's only just you know 300 pages of it. 300 pages. <laughs> <laughs> I just found a video from June of '79. June of '79. That hel- that helps. But I mean, yeah. But I mean, this was. I will find you in here, Buddy Wayne. We're gonna find him. This I'm gonna was find the him. Memphis Wrestling Family Feud. This was Tommy and Eddie Gilbert and first Buddy and Ken Wayne. Yep, that's it. Was that the one they handcuffed uh, Tommy to the outside of the ring and then beat up on Eddie in the ring? I do not know. I'd have to watch the video. I found it. 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 Okay, here's our wrestling okay. moment. We're going I to. I think you found it. July. <laughs> we're going to. Just in honor of Buddy Wayne and Ken Wayne and for Eric Wayne, um, this Memphis wrestling moment. I, I want to. I'm glad we got to find this. This was <clears throat> July 2nd, 1979. Um, we'll go. We always go from the bottom to the top. Uh. Hans Schroeder and the Gestapo versus Dallas Montgomery and Steve Regal. Pete Austin versus Randy Tyler. Ron Bass versus Johnny Starr. The winner gets a shot at the Southern Heavyweight title. And then uh, return grudge match, father and son tag team match. (laughs) Tommy and Eddie Gilbert versus Ken and Buddy Wayne. There you go. And then the main event for that card, he got, listen to this main event. Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, and Jackie Fargo versus Sergeant Davis, Wayne Ferris, and Larry Latham. Sergeant Davis, Wayne Ferris, and Larry Latham. Wayne Ferris was the honky tonk man. Uh, now I just gotta. Okay, so uh, here's what here's the uh, results. Larry Latham, Wayne Ferris, and Danny Davis were the winners over Steve Regal, Jerry Lawler, and Jackie Fargo. I guess Dundee. Uh, couldn't wrestle or something. On the main event last night at the Mid South Coliseum, a crowd of four thousand, four thousand, at the Coliseum. Uh, four thousand three hundred seventy attended in other matches. Buddy and Ken Wayne whipped Tommy and Eddie Gilbert. There you go. Ron Bass whipped Randy Tyler. Coco Ware won in a disqualification over Peter Austin, and Dallas Montgomery and Steve Regal defeated Hans Schroeder and the Gestapo. That's uh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. That was for you, buddy Wayne. I hope uh, hope you're wrestling up there in heaven. And you know what? Maybe there's some greenhorns coming up there, and you can train them too. <laughs> <laughs> man, see see if there was one in there from January first, nineteen eighty, because he said that was at the Coliseum. January first, nineteen eighty. That means I got to let's see. We're in seventy eight, so that means go up, right? Yeah. Okay. January first. Okay. Yep. yep. January 1st, 1980. Oh, here we go. Um, So this was at the Mid-South Coliseum, 8 Mm -hmm. p.m. bell time. Uh, The Monday special, all grounds admission, $2. Children, 10 free. And general admission seats accompanied by adults. 
Paul Ellering versus Buddy Wayne. Hi. I bet you that was a great match. Tojo Yamamoto versus Big Red. Sonny King versus Rick Morton. The Assassins versus Rick and Robert Gibson. And the main event, I think it was a, looks like it was a four corners match. Jerry Lawler and Jimmy Hart. No, it was a tag team match. I'm sorry. Jerry Lawler and Jimmy Hart versus Ken Lucas and Steve Regal with special guest referee, the Boogie Woogie Man. I'm Dansome Jimmy Valiant, baby. My grandmother is from right here in Memphis, but I'm from New York City, but my grandmother still lives there to this day, brother. Mm-hmm. How'd you like my handsome Jimmy? That's pretty good. Just pretty good? Not not on point, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have totally did that with the sound effect. Yeah, there you go. I'll tell you stuff to men, brother. We're going to go down here to Memphis, Tennessee, Merced, Daddy. <laughs> I think I do a good handsome Jimmy. <laughs> Well, that's that's all I got for this week, guys. Anything else? I'm good. All right. You know, well, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here before Re- we get injured. Yeah, really. Rest in peace, uh, Buddy Wayne. You know, rest in yeah. peace. The pr- and uh, you know prayers mm-hmm. of us here at the Overself Podcast are with the Wayne family, Eric mm-hmm. and Ken, and their brothers mm-hmm. and any siblings and cousins and anything like yeah. that. He 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 left a big family. You know, well, that's uh, a big impression on Memphis wrestling and a big family behind him. So. And uh, I think he, oh. I think he died proud of his family. Do you guys happen to see the Owen Hart's DVD? Speaking of, um, I have not. It yet. is awesome. It well, good. Watch it. Yet. Watch it because it is. It, it's probably one of the best DVDs that WWE puts out. They always seem to up their game. Each other, these documentary d- DVDs. I'll just I, wait for it to come on the network in six months. There you go. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it in six months. Remind me. All right, folks. Well, as we like to end every show. We like to do Superstar of the Week. So, guys, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? Who's going to go first? You? Me? <laughs> you really? spoke first. Uh-huh. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to put up there Bishop Cage and Action Jackson for having match of the night at um, Southern Heavyweight Classic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make them both my Superstar of the Week. Okay. Mike? Heath freaking Slater. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Leader of the social outcast. Hey, man. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to be a part of Heath Slater's <laughs> gang after three-man band got completely annihilated and fired. Well, these guys, he's with a lot better guys now than Jinder Mahal. And, well, he did have Drew Galloway. Yeah. Drew Galloway is Drew awesome. Yeah. I'm going, I've got to go to two superstars. I want to do a local and an international. Um, for international, i got to go with Shibata. Mm-hmm. Watching that. Match with him and Ishii, oh, just those kicks, man. The the my back hurt a little bit after seeing those kicks. <laughs> um, locally, I'm going to go Austin Lane because of the match him and Del Tucker put on. I can deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that's all we have for this week. We thank you for listening. The easiest way to get to this podcast is subscribe to it on iTunes. And while you're there, leave a little five star review. Help us out. Head over to OversellPodcast.com and buy, 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 buy. Lots of fun stuff. Using that Amazon link at oversellpodcast.com right underneath the main player. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at oversellpodcast, facebook.com slash oversellpodcast. I am at Shropenuts, S-C-H-R-O-E-P-N-U-T-S. I am at One Dangerous Dan on Facebook 2, Dangerous Dan Matthews. At WolfMike23, and I promise I'll use it more this year. Yeah, that, is that your resolution? To uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I will yeah. at least put one word on Twitter every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is my New Year's resolution. <laughs> well, all right, folks, we're going to get around here. This is the Oversell Podcast.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.